Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome or welcome back to BlaineCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blaine, and after a long hiatus, I am delighted to be back here with all of you on this episode number 215 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I have some random thoughts on my mind with a podcast on the go. So let's do this. Please go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you, is coming to you with business as usual. That's what's coming up next. together um there were just things were one way and here we are we fast forward now to uh the month of june we're in going into the second week of june and uh since i was with you all back um in march i tell you things have just changed dramatically but god be glorified that um we are here and and ready to jump back into the podcast so let me just say this that i am this is a podcast on the go uh, you all can probably tell that i'm not in studio like i normally am i am actually um out and decided to grab a milkshake <laughs> and had a few minutes so i said you know what let me just go ahead and pull a podcast together Um, while I am enjoying my milkshake and a very warm late spring night. Uh, I reside currently in New England, and for those that are from here or live here, uh, we can have some pretty... Some pretty harsh winters, uh, long winters, or or so it seems, at least to me, anyway. (laughs) This winter wasn't really uh, that bad, thankfully, as far as the weather is concerned. And we're at a point now where it is, um, it's it's late here. It's going on 10 o'clock, excuse me, at night. And it is currently uh, like 58, 60 degrees. It is a beautiful late spring night. Uh, one where you can just kind of, you know, sit and look at the stars and uh, just reflect. I was uh, driving around and just talking to the Lord, enjoying just a, a wonderful spring night. And I just love uh, when I get these moments. God is just, he's so good. He's so good. And I'm so uh, grateful to him for the time that he allows me to just spend with him and to just to take in his goodness, grace, and mercy and all of the chaos and all of the sadness and all the things that are going on. Uh, it's the moments that God allows me to spend with him and to just realize how good he is that I absolutely treasure. And I'm grateful for that. So uh, that being said, BCU family, uh, we're going to ease back into the podcast. And this is going to be super random, meaning that I don't have any notes. I don't have anything especially that I had planned to talk about. Just thought I would do a random conversation and then uh, go from there. So uh, let's let's chit chat um, around. You know, I, I, I want to say just the biggest thing that has happened um, since we have last been together, and that is obviously um, the onset of COVID-19. Now, let me start off by saying this about me uh, randomly, is that I am not a huge TV 
watcher. And I'm going to explain what this all has to do with, with COVID-19 very shortly. I promise it's going to make some sense. Um, I live in the land of Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, and reruns. <laughs> I, I live in that place. And I, I say that in part because um, I haven't really watched uh, network TV fervently in years. Over the last couple of years, I've gotten into one show. And I'm going to tell you all what it is. It's, the name of it is This Is Us. Uh, my friend Jewel Taylor uh, recommended it highly. And I have to say that the writing on that show is absolutely brilliant. I'm not being paid by them or anything. It's just I the, the writing is brilliant. Uh, some of the storylines I'm not crazy about but for the most part it's a it's a very well written and well acted show so um and i just got into that maybe two years ago and and i saw it being advertised and i i just i just feel like for me uh there's not a hot, lot of high quality uh tv programming on currently and i find more value in older shows that have more meaning to them so with that, because I don't watch a lot of network TV, I, I really don't watch a lot of TV, period. And I get my news from, you know, watching local news, obviously, from time to time, and also from my phone, because, you know, uh, many people use their phone for a lot of different things, uh, including, you know, making sure of what, keeping up with current events, and I do that as well. So I used to be a news junkie where I would have the news on, you know, quite a lot of times and we hear the same stories on certain news channels and things like that but I don't do that uh, anymore and <laughs> I'll say this as gently as possible um, because I want to be sure that God is pleased with what I am saying um, with some of what I see happening uh, in the news and some of the things that have been said I, I really have to take my <laughs> I, I have to take the news in small doses and pray about what I'm seeing and hearing and how I'm feeling after I see and hear it. So if I know that, that something is going to irritate my spirit, then I have to stay away from it. And I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to leave it at that BCU fam. I know I have to be informed and educated. I also know that, you know, there are certain certain ways that can just, certain things that can just be an irritant, and it's best for me to, to you know, take it a small doses, pray, and keep going. So, um, I said that to say that, you know, in February, um, February, I guess, and, and early March, as the coronavirus was was uh, making its way over into the United States, and it probably had already been here, actually, at this point. Uh, we've been living with the coronavirus, uh, you know, for a, a quite some time, so the timeline is a little fuzzy to me um, at the moment. But I want to say, you know, late February, um, mid-February, somewhere around in there. Um, obviously, it was, it was making the news, but it wasn't as serious um, as we had imagined it would be. So I, I really wasn't taking things, I heard it, but I wasn't taking it seriously. And in hindsight, I probably should have been a little bit more diligent and just thought through that it, it could become um, a pandemic. But I don't know that any of us knew that, or, or very few of us did. Maybe some did, but I didn't think it would get to this particular magnitude where we would uh, lose so many lives over it. Um, you know, I saw what was happening in other parts of the world, and I just didn't think about it uh, coming to the United States and, and the capacity that it did. But um, in saying that, 
um, wasn't paying too much attention news-wise. And, um, you know, obviously, as things started to uh, come to our individual states and how we started to have to um, change the way that we did things. For example, travel. Um, I had some travel booked uh, the end of March. And at the time, again, um, because... COVID-19 was still developing. At the time, the airlines were not as cooperative when it came to changing your plans because things were still too early. So I did uh, end up traveling. um, And when I got to the airport, it was like a ghost town, BCU fam. It was like a ghost town. And when I got on, the, I, I got through security without any issue whatsoever. I got to the airport late. I don't even know what was happening. I, I got there late and, and thankfully made my, my flight. But getting through security was a breeze. When I got onto the plane, I kid you not, passenger-wise, it was probably about 15 people for this entire huge plane that I was on. Uh, and I, I couldn't believe it. It was 15 people. We had to sit, you know, spaced apart um, unless you were traveling with someone. You didn't get to sit next to anyone. You didn't get to sit across from anyone. Everybody had to kind of sit, you know, and and arrange themselves row-wise. Hadn't seen anything like it. And I think what was um, most apocalyptic, um, for lack of a better word for me, is that I did have a layover. And in my head, you know, I'm thinking, you know, business as usual. Because, again, uh, things hadn't quite been shut down, as it were. And when I went to... My, my layover, and I think I had like a two-hour layover where I was going. Um, airport restaurants were closed down, slim pickings as to what was open. Um, there wasn't a full menu, that sort of thing. And I think that the reality of what um, was coming our way finally hit me, uh, finally started to hit me. Um, I just, I from, from traveling for work so very often and being so used to seeing, you know, airports full of people and, and having to navigate through and, you know, being able to chip, pick, choose and refuse what you wanted to eat and where you went and all that sort of thing uh, to a point where we had to be gloved down and have on masks and people not wanting to talk to people and standing six feet apart and all that. It was just so very different. And, and to be out and see it, it was so very different. So I thank God that I made it to my destination and, you know, enjoyed my time where I, I went and came back and came back safely. And then um, for the month of April, that's when things went into almost full um uh, sheltering in place. Uh, it was starting uh, when I got when I was on my way back, and then full shelter in place for um, the month of April, uh, pretty much. And here in New England, and for uh, pretty much almost all of May, um, we are now starting to get to a point where things are, are are opening here in New England. I know in other parts of the country they opened up um, a lot earlier. I'm grateful for the New England states. I thank God <laughs> for. Our governor and and what what uh, he's doing along with the other tri-state areas because they they weren't as eager uh, to open up as some of the other places were. So I'm grateful for that because I think it should have been a phase and approach. But you know I say all that to say that um, we're living such a different way, uh, such a different life now, and I don't know that we're gonna ever go back to business as usual. I have, you know, and I'm in my car right this minute. I I mentioned that already. I've got one, I think, two? No, 
Yeah, I think I've got one, two, maybe three or four different masks just to make sure that, you know, I'm covered where I go. I, you know, I, I was always one that sanitized my, my family, and I thank God for my parents, especially my dad, was always one to make sure that we sanitize and stuff like that. I'm just very conscious now of what I'm touching and where I am and, you know, uh, people being within six feet and all that sort of thing. So it's just it's just very different. We're living in a different world, and I don't know that uh, we'll be going back to business as usual. And I don't know that um, it's a good idea to go back to business as usual. And let me explain why um, I think that um, and in what aspect. Now, obviously, uh, we want to be safe and, and this, the virus and, um, you know, the, the, the impact. And let me just stop right here for a minute because um, I do know of, of people who have personally been impacted, people who have lost loved ones. Uh, people who are battling with it. And I also know people who are on the front lines. And, you know, let me just stop here and pause to say that um, the BCU family um, definitely recognizes that people have lost loved ones, um, you know, myself included, uh, some really uh, close friends and, and family and church family. And of course, we are praying that the Lord will uh, comfort and strengthen your hearts um, in the loss of your loved one. You know, it's one thing to lose a loved one, and then it's another thing, you know, on top of it, um, where you're unable to gather the way that you want to. Uh, one of my friends uh, lost a family member and said that it was just the homegoing service where, you know, things needed to be streamed and where people had to have masks on and, you know, there was a limitation as to who could be there and you couldn't hug and, you know, people are elbow bumping and things like that. So even the process and what we're used to as far as, as, um, laying our loved ones to rest has changed. And that adds another layer of sadness to it. So I, I want to, before I go any further with my random thoughts, so to speak, is just be sure to acknowledge, you know, those who have lost loved ones and know that we are praying. And for those that are, are battling the coronavirus, um, I, we're certainly praying for the Lord to send healing. Um, and for those that are caretakers, those that are on the front lines, um, we're, we're certainly praying for you as well, you and your family. So um, there is much work to be done and, and lots of prayer. If there's nothing else that we can do, uh, we can always and should always pray. And, and the scriptures remind us that men always ought to pray um, and never to faint. And I believe that that's Luke chapter 18, uh, right around verse number uh, one or two, that that is what we're supposed to do. So. Um, that being said, uh, let me just go back to my comment around business as usual. And what I mean by that is, is that, um, not only have things changed as far as how we interact and go to go to stores and school and, and, and things like that, things have changed as far as our worship is concerned. Now, uh, for many of us, myself included, uh, Sunday, uh, and for some of us Saturday, um, Sunday is the day for worship and I... Um, love, absolutely love my church family. I have been part of this family for the last couple of decades, actually. And um, my pastor is one who loves souls. Um, we're, he's not in it for money, monetary gain, and trying to empty your pocketbook and, and all those sorts of things. It's all about souls. And, and what I especially love about him is that um, he wants to make sure that you are healed, um, that you are whole. It, it's not, we're not having a, a, an altar call or a prayer 
uh, just to do it. You know, if he doesn't feel like you've gotten what you needed, you know, he's going to call you back up again. And I love that about him and just the investment in people because people's souls are important. So I love this ministry because of that. And I've learned so much uh, from it. Therefore, I enjoy being there. You know, I enjoy uh, my church family. I enjoy the people of God. I enjoy the work, the ministry. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's absolutely beautiful. And of course, you know, like with anything else, there's all you know. There's always I shouldn't say always, but you know, things aren't always perfect. Um, just like with anything else, but you know, it, this is the best. <laughs> the, the, these years that I've spent uh, at this ministry have been some of the best in my life. A lot of growing, um, a lot of tears a lot of triumphs, a lot of joy, a, a lot of celebration. It has been absolutely fantastic. So when the sheltering in place started to happen, um, it was a huge blow because, you know, Sunday, and, and we had other days too that we got together, you know, depending on services and stuff. But, you know, Sunday was uh, was our time to get together and we would get our praise and worship on and our songs and get strength from one another and hug each other and go out to eat after, you know, we had our routine and it was just what we did. And, you know, sometimes we meet on Saturday for different things and, um, for our different little groups and things like that. And we just, we just enjoy one another's company. And of course, um, you know, COVID-19, um, and, and making sure that we were all safe, stop that from happening. So naturally the first few weeks, there was a lot of, um, sadness and withdrawal and then just like you know anything else you start to get used to it so we started to pivot right and that's our word for 2020 I think is pivot where we started you know conference calling and where we started to zoom and where we started to meet via YouTube and things like that and what we have found was that okay you know what we can do this you know I continued of course with Periscope on Thursday so I was able to uh, stay connected to the BCU family and a lot of the BCU family, not all, but uh, a lot of the BCU family, uh, they're my church family as well. And of course, I've got so many other wonderful people as part of the BCU family too. So I'm still able to connect on Thursdays. And so we stayed connected. It wasn't the same, but we stayed connected. And now that we are, let me think about this, all of April, all of May. So I want to say eight, almost 10 weeks in to sheltering in place. Um, I, I was talking to a, a dear sister slash family member of mine, and we have gotten to a place now where we don't know that we want to go back to the way things used to be. Now, before, <laughs> before you all say, well, what on earth has happened? Um, wh what is she saying? I don't understand. Let me just let me just say this to you all. Let me say this. Let me put it in this this way that in this eight or so eight or eight odd weeks or so, something like that, that we have not gotten together. Traditionally speaking, uh, many of us have had services online and things like that, but we have made it with the help of the Lord, BCU fam, without necessarily having to have drums and 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 music and the the order of service the way that we're used to and 
the ushers lined up and, and all those things. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, when we're in the house of God, there needs to be order. So don't don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is, is that we have learned to worship and praise God without doing what we normally do. And was there anything wrong with it? No. Was there anything anything that that was sin attached to it absolutely not but we've learned that we have learned bcu family that we can go to god for ourselves not that we didn't know that and not that we weren't doing it but you know we haven't had altar calls uh where the pastor has laid hands on us um we haven't had uh uh you know praise and worship traditionally like we normally do with with everyone in the room for for the most part i know that some had drive-through services and things like that i understand that but i'm just saying for the most part for those of us that were sheltered in place we and we were still saved and and we've gotten through uh these last very hard you know eight weeks and we didn't need chicken dinners and we didn't need chitlin struts and we didn't need second services and we didn't need um, uh, uh, you know, prayer services and, 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 and we didn't need to gather together to get that done. Now for my own local church, you know, we still have Bible study on Tuesdays. We still have Bible study on Fridays. We still have service on Sundays. The kids are doing their thing on Sundays and we've got the youth doing their thing. So I'm not saying that we don't have anything in place, but we are doing this BCU fam and successfully with God's grace, doing what God has told us to do without all the extras. And if we're able to do this this way, is it necessary for us to go back to everything the way that it used to be? Now, I am certainly not saying that we should not gather together. Don't get me wrong. We need to be together. We need to be eyeball to eyeball. And I'm hopeful at some point we're going to be able to hug one another and see one another uh, when it's safe to do so as God leads us. But what I am saying is, is that do we have to, BCU family, be, do we have to have these second and third services? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing it? If it's purely for fellowship and for souls to be saved, healed, delivered, and set free, absolutely. If it's for, if it's for money raising, if it's, if it's for these celebrations so bcu family that's where i am there's nothing wrong with celebrations and fellowship and services that 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 we have are they necessary to the body of christ is it edifying what is it doing and it's the motive and intent behind what we're doing that god is interested in so i'm curious to know what your thoughts are so if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please make your way there. Go down to the comment section and let's continue our conversation. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next time we are together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you stay on the walls.